The content of this podcast interview is only for professional investors based in Austria, Germany, Spain, France, Great Britain, Italy, and Luxembourg. Hello and welcome everyone to our podcast series, The Spotlight. I'm your host, Friederike Schnabel. Thanks a lot for tuning in today. In this episode, I'm joined by Simon Thorpe, Chief Investment Officer UK and Portfolio Manager of the Aperture Investment Seeker Credit Opportunities Fund at Aperture Investors. Welcome, Simon. Thank you very much, Federica. So, Simon, you manage a long-short credit strategy. What makes your strategy attractive for investors and how is it managed? In other words, why Aperture Investment Seeker of Credit Opportunities Fund? Well, the approach that we take here at Aperture is an extension of strategies that both myself and Shikhar Ranjan, who's our portfolio manager in New York, have managed over you know, a number of decades of, of, of credit investing. Ours is a global liquid uh, credit approach within our Credit Opportunities Fund. And what we do is we use a, a combination of, of bottom-up fundamental analysis and quantitative techniques to uh, to find the best opportunities across the, the global markets and um, try to run a, an optimized and uh, fairly uh, concentrated uh, portfolio of, of credit opportunities to drive a return in excess of, of the uh, secured overnight funding rate plus 2%, which is, which is our benchmark. And we do that with an eye on keeping uh, correlation with the overall market relatively low and drawdown risk um, low as well. I think if we can do that, then that's a fairly attractive track, sort of track record that you can begin to produce for your investors. And we overlay the portfolio with, with, with hedges, which are, which are designed to, to, to try to take out that tail risk in case markets have a sudden sort of slump. The main instruments we use are you know, cash bonds, um, CDS, and um, you know, sort of general derivatives and, uh, and other hedges. And therefore, we can employ a number of different types of strategies, long, core longs, core shorts, these sort of idiosyncratic pair type of trades where we think there's mispricing in the markets, and then other relative value uh, opportunities like um, uh, capital structure arbitrage and um, basis trades, curve trades. So what we believe we have is sort of within our um, investment toolbox, um, the, the, the tools really to try and find the opportunities, um, put them into the portfolio in the way that we want, and do that uh, with limited drawdown risk over the, the, the credit cycle. Uh, and therefore, we would probably describe ourselves as, as being a sort of an, having an all weather approach to, to investing in credit because we can go long and short and we are out there to try to make a, a total return in all market conditions. Where does credit stand now and what are the main opportunities investors should look at? How are you planning to manage them in the fund? So credit is fairly expensive. I think from any historic perspective, we've had a big rally since the lows this time last year. So the starting off point is to be a bit careful about what you buy. Um, there are some some good opportunities for the long side, but we're gradually uh, focusing more and more on you know what names are, are a bit overbought here and uh, where are there some interesting relative value and sort of special situation type um, type opportunities within the the, the relative value. I think that's all about mispricing, really, of, of markets. You've had this big rally, so 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 where where's the market got it wrong? Where are their names? You know, similar names in sectors that that, that seem to be mispriced. Where are there 
where's the, where's the derivative market not correctly priced you know against uh, the cash bond market etc and, and so that's a growing part of our portfolio as we would normally expect it to be um, at, a, at a time like this of course the, the market itself is much more leveraged than you'd normally expect if you looked at where spreads and yields are. What that means is companies have borrowed a lot of money over the last year or so. They've seen their earnings declining. In, this is in most cases. And therefore, you know, for the market pricing now to be um, sort of sensible and, and work out for investors, you need to see pretty significant deleveraging. That means companies need to get back quickly to generating earnings, getting uh, free cash flow and, and paying down their their debt. If they don't do that, then uh, then we're likely to see rising default rates. So that's where our idiosyncratic shorts are mainly going to be being focused on. Which means, you know, is the market really too optimistic? And then as far as the longs, you know, some short duration high yield names as they get towards uh, that their maturity can generate some quite attractive return. Some of the COVID reopening plays in the sort of travel and leisure type sector, which the market's still so sort of slightly under uh, under pricing. The names that have done very well, which we consider will continue to do well uh, as as the easing continues, and then obviously any positive event risk that we can find, sort of where there are IPOs, M and A, sort of liability management exercises. So plenty of sort of opportunities which are just focused around something that will be positive for, for, for a credit um, that just pertains to that particular name. The primary market remaining open and being a good source of, of new ideas for our longs. And then because we we like buying into sort of optionality, really, uh, equity-linked ideas. So, for instance, convertible bonds near their bond floors where the bonds can't really fall very much, but if the equity suddenly starts moving, uh, you've got good good upside potential uh, and any reorg equity businesses have been in trouble uh, where the positive credit story um, is now morphing into um, into an equity related story. What are the main risks of owning credit today and how are you planning to hedge them? Simplistically, too much growth leading to higher interest rates as, uh, as investors get concerned about stimulus being turned off and inflation coming back or indeed too little growth and a difficult operating environment where those leverage numbers I've just been referring to do not start coming down and the market then starts to price in much higher expected to, to default rates. Both of those two would be um, very, very tricky for, 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 for the credit markets. Something in between a sort of Goldilocks economy is probably what's being priced in and what needs to be there to keep uh, the market in a sort of stable condition. How do we hedge those? Well, on the interest rate side of things, mainly through government bonds, government bond futures and bond options to um, take advantage, if you like, of, uh, of higher yields where those hedges would make good money. And then in terms of, of a weaker credit market, wider spreads, lower prices as that default risk begins to get priced in. Obviously, you know, individual um, shorts and, 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 and hedges, as I've mentioned, but broader in terms of the portfolio using both derivative based and cash bond based indices um, like CDX, ITRAX, IBOX, um, shorting ETFs that have the same effect of, of um, uh, getting yourself short of a cohort of, of cash names, which will trade down if the market uh, sells off. And then for more tail risks, so the bigger moves, 
credit and equity um, index options. So swaptions with credit, payers and um, out of the money puts for, for, for the equity market. Thank you, Simon, for joining us today and sharing these valuable insights. You can listen to this and further episodes of our podcast on our website, generali-investments.com, and follow us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. Thank you, stay safe, and hear you soon.